The following is a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society. Welcome to Grace in Focus on this special day, a holiday in the United States. Thanksgiving is something that we have every reason to do and that God wants us to do. It's the mark of a godly person. Do you have a thankful heart? I hope you do, and I hope you'll stay with us and grow in that. Bob Wilkin and Ken Yates are going to survey a couple of Bible passages that speak of thankfulness and what goes with it. So come along with us and enjoy this opportunity to grow in responding to God's goodness. Speaking of good things, faithalone.org has a lot to offer. Please come there and visit our website when you get a moment. Now here is today's discussion with Bob and Ken. Welcome to Grace in Focus. Hey, what's up, Ken? Hey, it's always great to be here with you, Bob. Hey, this is a special edition. We've never had one of these before. Well, that's because I'm here. (laughs) (laughs) You are hilarious. Okay, we're on Thanksgiving. This is a special show we're recording in advance. You know, we have a holiday every year, the fourth Thursday in November. And I think it's neat that our country has a time of thanksgiving. But if we read the scriptures, this should be a regular part. I mean, it's not one day a year, right? Yeah, we should be thankful all the time. Absolutely. A hundred percent. So I believe we have some verses we've looked up, and maybe we could each take one. Why don't you give me one, and you take one, and we'll just kind of walk our way through. We started off as we were looking at these verses. In Ephesians, there's a couple that occur in chapter 5. In chapter 5, verse 4... Paul says, there must be no filthiness and silly talk or coarse jesting, which are not fitting, but rather giving of thanks. And then in verse 20 of the same chapter, he says, always giving thanks for all things in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ to God. Now, what's interesting about verse 20 is verse 19, when he talks about speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Uh, By the way, this passage is the famous don't get drunk with wine where in his dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit passage. Right. Ephesians 5.18 is then followed by speaking with one another, which is then followed by the giving of thanks. There is so much in the book of Ephesians that is corporate or things that we do as a body. Yeah, so like this giving of thanks could be corporate here? Yes, I believe it is. When he says speaking to one another and giving thanks, well, it's not like speaking to one another, okay, now I'm just as an individual giving thanks. And I think that we have, we've talked about this in previous podcasts, that we in America, we have such a strong tendency to individualize everything. And so I think it is entirely appropriate to say that there is a corporate aspect of giving thanks. And what we mean by that is, as a body of believers. Of course, in the early church, they had a different structure than we have today. I mean, today, you know, we have announcements and so many songs, and then we have a sermon, and then we have a closing prayer and maybe another song, and we close. But there's really no time in the service often for prayer, and there's really no time for thanksgiving in many services. But in the early church, they would have the Lord's Supper, And so they would begin with the bread, and then they would have a message that was given, and then they would have the cup, and they'd give thanks for both the bread and give thanks at the end for the cup. And then they would have a time of singing, and then they would have a time of prayer at the end. And that time of prayer included Thanksgiving. And so every week, 
in the early church, there was Thanksgiving going up corporately, right? Right. In the book of Ephesians, Paul really emphasizes the fact that Jews and Gentiles are now one body, the new man. Right. And, Especially and, in chapter two. Exactly. Yeah. Certainly we could say then that part of the Thanksgiving corporate is that we're members of the same body, that I need you, you need me, speaking to one another, uh, loving one another, and that we give thanks for one another. Don't you think it would be nice if, as a family, there was kind of a corporate Thanksgiving on that day? Yeah, you know, and I've heard of families who do this. In fact, in my family, we would do this as a family. How would you do it? Each of us at the table would give one or two things that we're thankful for. I like that. We would go around and do that. We did that all the time when the girls were were younger. Only on Thanksgiving Day or would you do that other days too? Well, Thanksgiving was a special day as we would sit down to the meal. I mean, we would give thanks as a family, you know, when I'd pray with the girls, when we put them in bed and stuff. But that on Thanksgiving, we just, we would sit and say, okay, give us something you're thankful for. But that's another good point. You're saying... Every night when you're putting your children to bed, that's also a time of Thanksgiving. Right. And you would have them say something they were thankful for. Sure, sure, That is great because then we develop an attitude of gratitude, right? (laughs) Did I just come up with that? No, I think I've heard that before. No, I think I've heard that before. (laughs) Okay. No, that's great. Now, you got some other verses there. Colossians 3.15, is that what it is? Yes, and I think this is interesting, what it's going to say based upon what we were talking about in Ephesians. Okay, well, let me read it. It says, And let the peace of God rule in your hearts, to which also you were called in one body. There you go. Right? Jews and Gentiles, slave and free, male and female, we're all together in one body. And be thankful. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another. Now, the same thing we saw over there in the Ephesians 5 passage, in Psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So this idea of giving thanks seems to be corporate here as well, although, of course, it should be invading every aspect of our life every day. So it's also individual, right? Right. But it is, as you just emphasized, one body. He mentions that before he says giving of thanks there in verse 15. And be thankful in verse 15. And then he brings it up again in verse 17, giving thanks. Right. So thankfulness is part of our corporate worship. It's part of our family life, and it's part of our individual life. In other words, one of the things I find is I like, I remember I heard a talk by Bob Bryan at our conference about 10 years ago, and he said that the Lord's Prayer is a nice framework for our daily prayer. And so I've taken to doing this, and you can pray, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, and then stop and praise God for one of his attributes, you are just, you are good, you are love, you know, you are long-suffering, you are eternal, whatever, or descriptive praise where you're praising him for something he's done. You're the one who parted the Red Sea. You're the one who brought Israel out of Egypt. You're the one that sent your son to die on the cross for sin. You're the one who's given me everlasting life. Or even some specific examples from my life. You're the one who worked in my life to bring a friend to say, is it possible your view of the gospel is wrong? 
and then gave me a series of people who helped guide me to the truth. And you're the one who helped me learn through my time at Dallas Seminary and ultimately helped me with ideas about Grace Evangelical Society and the founding of this. And so thankfulness should be a regular part as we're praying, hallowed be thy name. Thankfulness comes up right there. Man, we have so much to be thankful for. The series with Philippe Sterling on right. Ruth, he talked about how God, you see him in the book behind the scenes. And how many of us, the things you were just talking about, can look back at our lives, say, oh, yeah, I, I, I think I see the hand of God moving in my life to bring that person to my life or whatever the case may be. All right. Uh, So you have another verse there for us? Well, I've got a list here. Another one is 1 Thessalonians 5.18. All right, what's that one say? That's an interesting one as well. I'm going to go out on a limb here. Oh, you are? uh, Yeah, I'm going to go out on a limb and say that this also has a corporate nature, because if I could just give the context. Well, why don't you read it first, because this one is used by a lot of people, and I think misused in some ways, you know, but... Yes, it says, in everything, give thanks. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. I know that uh, many years ago I heard the story of uh, Corey Tenboom, who was in Auschwitz. Right. And I know some of our readers will have heard this as well. And her sister, I think it was Betty or Betsy, I can't remember. Yeah. They were having a Bible study in the barracks, and there were a lot of fleas in there. And Betsy, if that was her name, was saying, well, you know, First Thessalonians 5.18 says we should give thanks in all things. I'm going to thank God for these fleas. And Corey Tenboom had all these bites over her. She goes, I'm never going to give thanks for these fleas. But they found out later that the guards would not go back there, and that's why they could have those Bible studies. They could never figure out why the guards never bothered them back there. It was because of the fleas. <laughs> and so she wrote about this in the book. But And see, I think that's a misuse of right, this word. Right, right. Well, <laughs> Even though it worked out. It was a great story. It's a great story. So well, let us, t- okay, first of all, tell us what you think is going well, on Well, I think it's we are thankful in all things, not for all things. Right. So I don't need to be thankful for the fleas, but I need to be thankful through that experience. I don't need to be thankful I'm in Auschwitz. Right. I need to be thankful while I'm in Auschwitz. That God has given me the opportunity to study his word? For whatever reason, right. I'm thankful. Because right. thankfulness is who we're called to be, right? right? And so you can put me in a bad place, and I'm still called to be thankful. Right. So if someone murders my child, and I have a, a friend in Florida whose son was murdered, I'm still to be thankful. In fact, he's blown a lot of people away because he's... Not thankful that his child was murdered. No. Right. No, but he is thankful because God is good. And he is thankful because... God is even using this in some ways. And that God in Christ has overcome death. Right. And like they have forgiven the man that killed their son, and they've actually visited him. And I think they're having a real impact in his life. That's Gene and and Dory Greeson. Shout out to y'all. And that can be a real witness to a lot of people. But you're not thankful for the bad things. You're thankful to God no matter what you're going through. Doesn't that make sense, Ken? That makes a lot of sense. And it's also, as we're closing up this, in verse 15... Yeah, we may need to carry this over tomorrow. Okay, well then... But go ahead. And- well, no, just for first, verse 15, it says, doing what is good for one another and for all men here, all people, all those maybe in the body. But anyway, there's a corporate context to this as well, giving thanks in all things. Okay. So, All right, well... Uh, 
on Thanksgiving Day, we're so thankful for each one of you. We're thankful for your prayers. We're thankful for your gifts. And we're so thankful that you keep grace in focus. Thank you, gentlemen, for that interesting discussion. Would you like to deepen your understanding of Scripture and the Christian life? Well, a great place to start is our website. It's faithalone.org. That's faithalone.org. We've got all kinds of free materials on the site available for you. One of those which is extremely popular is our magazine, Grace in Focus. It comes out six times a year. It's full color, easy to read, and people are really growing who read it. So stop by and get a free subscription at faithalone.org. We would like to thank all of our financial partners who help us keep this show going. All gifts are tax deductible and very much appreciated. If you'd like to find out how you can be a financial partner, visit us at faithalone.org. We are so happy when we hear from listeners. Maybe you've got a question or comment or feedback. If so, please send us a message. Here's our email address. It's radio at faithalone.org. That's radio at faithalone.org. On the next edition of Grace in Focus, Bob and Ken will continue their thoughts about Thanksgiving. I hope you'll join us. This is the Grace Evangelical Society reminding you to always keep grace in focus. The proceeding has been a listener-supported ministry from the Grace Evangelical Society.